Ah, shit. Here we go again. New year, new podcast. So, Lawrence, how has your year been going so far? I'm quite interested in that. Well, my year was going uh, great so far because it wasn't isn't that long out here uh, yet. But it's also like a new uh, decade. Yeah, name. That's crazy. Uh, the last decade went past so so fast, and so many things happened. The internet rose to a bigger part of our life than it was before. The environment became more important to more people. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to the next decade. Do you also look forward to the next decade? Yeah, definitely. So I've brought in topic. Um, I don't know how much you've looked up the news in the last three weeks. I have to be honest, not really much. I wasn't really paying attention because I was away and yeah, that wasn't my, my number one priority, to be honest. Yeah, I understand that. So uh, let me just give you a few um, like things. Um, so we already saw like high tensions between Iran, Iraq, ah, and so the US. So you want to talk about that topic? Yeah. Oh, okay. If, yeah, yeah. if you're fine with it. Of course. So here, bombastic topic. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Perfect. So uh, as we saw in the last few months already, there were high tensions, and now in the like. I would think it was last Friday, um, an airstrike killed some American contractor, and because of that, um, Trump. Trump decided... wasn't really happy with that, I guess. No, definitely not. So Trump um, decided to respond to this airstrike. But but who killed so, him? Oh yeah, that's you know uh, the, the the airstrike was led by um, some militia. But these militia uh, were backed by the Iranian forces or by the Iran. And that's quite interesting at this point. Ah, yeah, yeah. Iran and US, that's quite a hot topic, I guess. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so Trump didn't really like this and responded with several airstrikes on these militia bases in the, com up, uh, in the coming days. Yeah. Uh, in Syria and Iraq, right? I heard about something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. In Syria and Iraq. And weren't like demonstrations after that in Baghdad of the militia and also normal people? I just saw some picture online where people walked around the streets in front of the embassy and shouted, fuck USA. So I, it was really... Yeah, that's interesting because like mm -hmm. before uh, these airstrikes of Trump, um, there were already protests, uh, protesters, but they didn't really protest against the USA, yeah, just but now the, they are. The Iraq government, they protested against yeah, exactly. it, and now they turned their head against the USA because yeah. the people who got killed in the airstrikes. So, yeah, that's really where I, I picked up my phone and really looked what all was about, because that interested me, because where people die, that's never that good. good. And... Yeah, then Trump just started to deploy some troops there, like a demonstration of his of his power. And did you saw his tweet on on New Year? Yeah, I did. So let me just look that up. It was so dumb. Yeah, it really was. So he tweeted, "They will pay a, pri a very big price. This is not a warning; it is a threat." Happy New Year. And, and this is just like a typical Trump tweet. It, it, it really sounds like a, a bad guy of the movie who threatens the people that he will he will kill them and yeah that was quite a, a interesting New Year's tweet of the U.S. president. You think that he would tweet something more funny or happy? No, yeah. funny. It was 
quite funny, but dark funny. But More like, like something good that he would tweet something good. Yeah, but he definitely didn't. It's so, like a fire accelerant and not a fire extinguisher when it comes to the fire situation down there in Baghdad. Yeah. So then on the 2nd of January, he actually launched an airstrike on some... Please don't butcher that name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, but it's Qasim Salemain money, I think. Some... <laughs> Yeah, it's I don't know how matter. to spell it. it. Yeah, matter. but it doesn't matter. It's an high-ranked, high-ranked general of the Iranian military, and he was killed in the airstrike at the international airport of Baghdad. You have to know that he was quite a big figure down there because he was a high, a highly decorated general of Iran. He took took play. He took part in many wars in Iraq, Syria, or or Yemen. He he directed many many of these wars and also he was responsible for the death of many US many US like like soldiers and citizens who who were there at this at this time and he also deployed many militias in Iraq so he tightened the grip of Iran on Iraq he was he took a big part in that and the the government of of Iran after his, after they found out that he, he was killed, they were really upset about it. I understand it a little bit. And they wanted a re revenge against these criminals that they portrayed the USA. They, they saw the attack as an international terror attack. And also many other leaders like of the Iraq uh, Shi militia wanted to reactivate the anti-US militia which fought in many other wars before this one, if this one will start. Well, let's hope not, but... Um, it might we, happen. Yeah, it, it might, but let's just hope. So the US uh, Secretary of State said that they don't want a war, but that Qasim was a terrorist, and because of that they had to kill him. And also because he reportedly planned some actions and plan to kill some American diplomats in the future. Uh, yeah, that's quite a foreign in the eyes of US authorities, like with many other terrorist leaders in the past, even though he wasn't basically a terrorist, they said that he was a terrorist because he because, because terrorist is such a big word in the US language and it sorts kind it it takes a role as kind of a propaganda word at this moment. So this situation could easily escalate now because the Iran threatens the US constantly but Trump just makes a fool out of them by tweeting that they've never won a war but... Um, but Never lost a negotiation. Yeah, That's exactly. Just, that seems so funny. I heard you laughing about that. And yeah, but this situation isn't really that funny because it could easily escalate and we don't want yeah. another war. Other countries have different opinions on that, like Russia, they, what did they say? They criticized the attack and tell that as an adventurous step of the USA, which sounds <laughs> Which I yeah. think isn't the right language for such a step, but... Okay. Russians not really have the right language in any situation, it's super <laughs> yeah. late. And Germany, they, Germany actually has some soldiers in Iraq and they don't really know what to do. They want to de-escalate the situation because 
many Germans are down there uh, training for military and fighting the ES. And if there is a war, they will like be foreign in drawn into well, it. I mean, I think it's good that like Germany wants to de-escalate the situation, but I think it's going to be hard if we are alone. Like they, we need allies for that. Of course, because who will stop Trump? <laughs> That's just not really that possible. And yeah, and also because the militia like told that they will do attacks on US, US military, but also on other countries' militaries. And China, in China, how Trump would say it, they also want like peace and they don't really want a war. They want that. Uh, I mean, nobody wants a war, right? Yeah, uh, they want to wait. Israel, like Netanyahu, the president, he is a big fan of the U.S. because, yeah, of course. And he won, he's on the side of the U.S. He's a big enemy of the Iran for a really long time. And he sees the attack as a, the right, America's right of self-defense. So let's talk about another aspect of this whole situation right now. Because it kind of reminds me of um, other presidents that started a war just to get voted again. At, like they started a war at the end of their legislation period, which so, is Trump in right now too. So do you say that Trump might uh, fire up the war to gain more uh, attention to his, yeah, I his mean, campaign? And I, I think it could be possible. Really? Yeah, I mean... When I think about it... I, there's the impeachment going on right now, so yeah, we could exactly. use that to deflect attention from the impeachment and uh, probably also put it off to another date or even after his his election. So that might be I a factor. Mean, yes. Yeah, like he's definitely going to try uh, to get voted again. I guess. I mean, he's oh. he he really thinks that he won't be impeached. He's really. Yeah, I, I'm really think sure about that. If yeah. you look at look on Instagram, so it might just be a a theory. I'm not entirely sure. It it could be. It could be, of course, and he could use he, the war as like a propaganda or. Yeah, like there he wouldn't be the first president to do this to and push his election campaign and stuff. Yeah, so I I think it's uh, actually yeah, and also I think we have to take in mind that Trump already made a big dent in the reputation of uh, the US. And I think this whole situation now could uh, even worse, uh, worsen it. And yeah. I mean, he definitely crossed the line with killing, uh, like a, I mean, it was a, a war commander and it's clear that it's not good for the US, but he fucking yeeted a rocket onto an, onto an international airport. Who does that? That's not really, yeah, he killed a war method to kill someone at international airport. He killed also some other people, not only like the general. He could he also killed civilians. He could also could have killed Americans, Germans, whatever. I not mean, only this there guy. Are probably not that many Americans and Germans in Baghdad, but I think it's really interesting that he like in Baghdad isn't in Iran, so like he attacked kind of like another country just to kill this one guy. Like I think yeah. it's quite. It it really um, bugs my mind that he did it on an international airport. If he only kills him like he did with Osama bin Laden, that would have been not fine, but definitely better than well, I mean, doing it on an 
not even the Iranian International Airport, but on the Iraqian International Airport. That's just hilarious in my opinion. It's what also really bugs me and makes me sad. Another war like this, do you even realize, Lawrence, what another war like this would cost? Man, I don't even want to think about that. Yeah, me neither, but it's it's just so so hard what this will, will cost, because the last war in this area, it took lives of more than 100,000 civilians. Civilians, not only soldiers. Some people say that the numbers are are at 600,000, but what is... Which is I mean, it's a, it's a real, it's it's like a, a crazy, crazy number, a gap. I, I mean, like a hundred thousand and six hundred thousand is, is. It's not sure, and and either way, it's too many. I don't even have have words for that because when many people think about this area, they don't realize how many people die there, and just also how another war would throw the entire region back to twenty years ago because. Yeah, another war would destroy everything they built up. Yeah, their their economy would basically be like, yeah, I mean, not there anymore. It would be completely demolished. And and also, it would also cause a big rise of terrorist organizations in the country, like it already happened in other war-driven countries before. When a country is destroyed, there's no government, no rules, many upset people, so... A terrorist organization would really have an easy time to find members. Yeah. And terror also means refugees. Yeah, and refugees. I mean, we, we've seen some uh, big refugee waves, I guess, like um, since in the few... Uh, in like a few, from Syria, right? Yeah, from, from Syria, like in the few last years. And I think like another war would bring even more uh, refugees and also to us so this really affects us too but we can't we can't even be mad at these people because they they flee from terror hunger they They, their life would be definitely we can't be mad at them because like they most of them are just civilians and they and if i have no choice if i just think about the whole situation of erdogan that would be another entire big book that would be would have to be opened up in this situation like even Hungary would have to take some some refugees. <laughs> oh no. That would be really bad for them. <laughs> or Poland. So and also the of global economy, because the global economy would definitely suffer under another war in this region. Yeah, because where does the oil come from, right? Exactly, Lawrence. All the oil and what well, most of the oil and many other materials come from that region and Iran could easily cut off the supply of these materials. That's also the reason why China would probably don't want a war in that region. That might also be the only reason. These commies. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, well, so I mean, I think we've talked enough about... Definitely, I, I have to go home. I mean, yeah, it's quite late already. And I'm so tired. So yeah, we really have to see what will happen in this region. And I'm, I'm kind of scared, but also interested what will happen there. Yeah. Me too, definitely, because like another war, uh, I mean, I can't really imagine. Wars are everywhere, but that war could really be one of the bigger ones. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you liked it and see you next year. (laughs) I hope not. Hmm. Please.